0: 2008 Tony died suddenly of a heart attack at the age of only 73 and in due course I was asked to take the book over Jim outlived him by less than 2 months dying on the 20th of July 2008 after a long illness aged 83 It should be emphasized that the campaign in the Yemen was not an official SAS operation on the contrary it was entirely unofficial it had no name and it was denied by the British government. Although most of the men who took part had been in 21 SAS, the Territorial Regiment, or 22 SAS, in which personnel served full-time, all were either on leave or had been granted leave of absence from the regiment for the duration of their tours. The regiment did not organize the campaign, and Her Majesty's Government, hereafter known as HMG, did not pay for it. In most of the narrative I have used Christian names, for the mercenary force was so small that this was how its members knew each other. I am enormously indebted to Tony Boyle for his painstaking research, and to the executors of his estate for entrusting me with the papers that he assembled. These led me to numerous survivors of the operation, among them Fiona Allen, formerly Fraser, David Bailey, Mick Facer, Philip Horniblow, Alistair Macmillan, Jack Miller, Bernard Mills, Frank Smith and Kerry Stone, all of whom I should like to thank for their cooperation. I am most grateful to Nahum Admoni, Brian Kluwer, Sultan Khalib Alkieti, John Harding, David Harrington, James Nash, Arya Oz, and Stephen Walton, archivist at the Imperial War Museum, Duxford, for help of various kinds, and to the following for permission to publish extracts from family books and papers: Ben Cooper, Alexander Kennedy. Jack Miller, Crystal Pearson, Zan Smiley, and Michael Woodhouse. I owe particular thanks to Jim's widow, Jan, and to his children, Rupert and Lottie, for entrusting me with their family memories. Sources Much of the material in this narrative is taken from the archive of reports, letters, diaries, logbooks, and other documents amassed by Jim Johnson and Tony Boyle during the covert operation in the Yemen. The papers are still in private hands, and because they had not been numbered or indexed at the time of writing, it was not possible to give individual references for passages quoted. Chapter 1 Clubmen Unite In the spring of 1963, Colonel Jim Johnson was working in London as an underwriter at Lloyd's. A tall, dark, good-looking man, always immaculately dressed, with a silk handkerchief protruding from the breast pocket of his suit, he lived in Chelsea with his wife Judy, a former wren, their two children, and two budgerigars.